Now, the President is expected to sign a new bill in the coming days, which means adults here will be considered organ donors unless they register to opt out. It follows the passing of the long-awaited Human Tissue Bill, which cleared the doll last night and now goes to the President to sign into law. Under the new legislation, adults are now automatically considered as organ donors unless they specifically opt out. However, family consent is still required. Uh, to discuss all of this and uh, what effect the bill, if any, will have, I'm joined uh, by uh, Sharon Fitzgerald, the Newmarket on Fergus-based Irish Kidney Association representative, and uh, on May Crowley, who benefited from organ donation, and you're both very welcome to the program. Uh, this is something that people have been talking about, uh, Sharon, for many, many years, or for nearly 15 years. Did you ever think uh, that it would happen or uh, get to the stage where all it needs is the president's signature? Well, it has taken a long time to come to pass, but we're delighted that it that it has. You know, it, it just gives a legal framework for all the uh, activities that take place in the area, you know. And the IKA is, is very happy that it is passing. And we do also want to emphasise that families will still be consulted, you know. Uh, nobody's organs would be taken with uh, a family objection. Yeah, maybe could yeah. You, uh, we explain that a little bit further. I did mention family consent is, is, is still required, which is seen as a, a soft opt-out option. This will ensure families still have a vital role to play. Yes, families still still have a vital role to play, but we would um, suggest that people have a conversation in advance uh, of anything happening. Like if you get a donor card, let your family know that these are your wishes. Obviously, if, if you have a, a, a strong objection not to be an organ donor, you have the option now of, of putting your name on that register and then your family wouldn't be approached at all in the event that something happened and, and you would be a potential organ donor. But um, now it's, it's taken that everyone has consented unless they, they haven't specifically opted out. Hmm. But at the same time, families will still be asked, do you think this person has any objection to organ donation? But it will be assumed that the, the person in question, you know, does consent to organ donation. Anya May, uh, I presume you're uh, delighted to see this development. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a landmark. It's, it's an absolute landmark legislation once it's signed in. And it's something we've all been campaigning for, for years, not just Sharon, but also donor families, members of the Irish Kidney Association and the Irish Kidney Association themselves, along with um, government ministers and people that did hear us. And just to say as well, the numbers when it comes to, um, and, and people don't know this, it hasn't been well documented either, but in the driving licence application form, 1.5 million people had opted to have, um, you know, they've opted to donate if there was an event. Um, and so building on that, I suppose, this soft opt-out is, it's just its just something that makes that um, those numbers m- more precise and legalised. And just to also say, there's only 1% of people that do qualify for organ donation if they were in intensive care. So when you put all that in, into one nutshell, essentially, the numbers have been very low in transplantation, and yet they save lives and people benefit from a quality of life too. And you know that uh, better than uh, a lot of us. For those who may be in doubt or unsure about this bill, or maybe if and when it becomes law, would lean towards the uh, soft opt-out option. Can you just explain a little bit, Anya May, about the difference organ donation made to you and your life? 
Oh my goodness. Um, yes, and I want to actually thank KRFM as well because in fairness, Alan and and all your team there, you followed us on this journey as well um, as a group through the years and I've been on your show many a time highlighting this. It has made a significant change to my life. I mean, I couldn't even walk down the promenade without being out of breath. Um, the fluid retention, dialysis, I was a diabetic for 28 years. So my quality of life changed significantly and people that are on dialysis for long periods of time, heart, your heart is under quite a lot of stress and um, there's been many people that don't qualify for transplantation and they're on dialysis for the rest of their days. So my quality of life changed and it essentially meant I'm not a diabetic anymore either, which stopped any further complications essentially. Um, it's just been tremendous. I mean, I'm over seven years, almost seven years, should I say now, and without going into the details because obviously there's anonymous um section to all of this as well of course, yeah. for the donor's sake and, and for mine it's it's just been incredible that my gratitude just goes beyond anything I could even put into words That just shows you Sharon the huge huge difference organ donation can oh, make I, and I, I wonder I, do you think a lot of maybe a lot of people you know some people will feel strongly about it maybe one way or another you know you would hope people would more people would feel strongly about donating uh, their organs and not going for the soft op- opt out option but do you think a lot of people because it involves some sort of effort to have to opt out, we'll just go with the status quo and it'll be beneficial for, for organ donation going forward. Well, I think Irish people in general are, are very altruistic, you know. Um, I think most people, as, um, as was mentioned, you know, 1.5 million people tick the box on their driver's licence and that's with, um, with no promotion of that. It's just something that they decided for themselves. So I think that shows that the majority of people in the country, you know, have positive fe- feelings towards um, towards organ donation. And a lot of donor families say that donating organs is is something that's it's a bright light in a, in a very difficult time. They feel like their their loved ones are living on and helping save the lives of other people. They they find that very comforting. On you may there are currently just over six hundred, actually six hundred and one people waiting for mm-hmm. transplants. Um, even as you say, one percent of people's organs will be used. But it, you would be hopeful that that number will start to drop significantly once the the legislation comes into law. I mean, you would you would hope, and I would imagine that that would be the case. But. All of this would depend on, on this legislation being rolled out, to be perfectly honest, and going back to hard facts and statistics. I mean, I know with the transplant team, um, be it with Beaumont and St. Vincent's, you know, the numbers have remained pretty steady year on year. Um, slight drop, obviously, through the COVID years, but we'd only know that, I suppose, time will tell. And building on what Sharon just mentioned there as well is, you know, this this needs to continue the conversation and the narrative. I know the Irish Donor Awareness Week is the 20th to 27th. I would like to think, Alan, that you might um, call on the Irish Kidney Association or some representatives around that time as well, because it's important that the media highlight again the importance of the family involvement with this. Um, that is key here after this campaign. And after this legislation, should I say, that the campaign continues that way. Mm, and, and, and Sharon, the, the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, mentioned that uh, there will be an extra 1.6 million euro made available That's this right. year. It's, it's going towards a, a potential uh, donor audit across all the hospitals in the country, and um, and the legislation has also introduced uh, altruistic donation. So at the moment, if you are a living donor, you have to be related to the person that you're donating to, or you know by marriage, 
uh, but now they have altruistic um, donation as part of this act as well. If somebody decides they would like to, to donate a, an organ, they can do that, okay. whereas before they, they weren't able to. Okay, but I presume you would like to see, once it becomes law, further uh, funding, if not this year, certainly from next year, so significantly oh, yes, more funding to ensure the like, speediest service possible. We definitely would like every person that is a potential donor to be um, identified and, um, you know, to, to have all the available organs used because, as, as was mentioned, there are over 600 people uh, waiting for an organ and the difference it makes in your life is immense. I've had my kidney transplant now since 2000 and it's, it's you know, it's, it's just made a, a terrific difference in my life and I would like that for other people on, on the list. Yeah, we're certainly getting a sense of just how life-changing receiving uh, an organ uh, is. Uh, my thanks uh, to both of you. That's uh, Sharon Fitzgerald, an American and Fergus-based Irish Kidney Association representative. And also thanks uh, to Anya May Crowley, who's also benefited from organ donation.